coming up towards the tail end of our show this Wednesday evening. But that means it's time for our beautiful news interview, a special uh, International AIDS Day uh Beautiful news story uh, this evening on uh, on Sunday, of course, was uh, International uh, World AIDS Day, and our story goes like this: Who found? Who finds out that they are HIV positive and then starts running ultra marathons? An accomplished athlete, maybe, but Barbara Kingsley had never run before, testing positive almost two decades ago. Coming to terms with her diagnosis proved to be the motivation the paralegal secretary needed to complete both the Comrades Marathon and Two Oceans Ultra Marathon. Kingsley discovered she was HIV positive in 2000, a time when information was scarce but stigma was rife. And despite thinking she would die soon afterwards, she showed no sign of illness for eight years and the initial good health fueled her denial and refusal of medication. But in 2008, a CD4 count plummeted to 86 and she had to be hospitalized, barely able to move. Barbara finally began taking ARVs and within two weeks her strength grew and she couldn't wait to start doing the things she had previously taken for granted. Running from one lamp pole to the next, she built up the strides until she reached the 5 kilometer mark, then 10 kilometers and then 15. And since coming out of denial and working with her status, Barbara's physical and emotional health has improved. Most people living with HIV were scared of disclosing to their family because they're scared that they will be rejected. I denied my own status for quite some time. That just led to not dealing with the disease. But the most vulnerable are the kids that are born with HIV. I found out of my HIV status at the age of 14. I stigmatized against myself. I thought that my friends were going to be so judgmental towards me. Sometimes you have to face your fears to make sure that others have a safe place to deal with theirs. I started the Change the Stigma project after I saw the opportunity and platform to show that ordinary people are actually living extraordinary lives and to raise funds for these kids' education. That's why I started Asbaman in Support Group. In our group, we make them feel safer and supported. Everyone needs support and love. I could never have imagined the reaction I have gotten simply by posting my status on Twitter. It shows that we live in a generation where people are more open to talking about these things. Everyone deserves a chance in life to live without being judged or discriminated. We're not really victims, we are victors. There is life after HIV. That being a, a compilation of, of stories of, of people living with HIV, Barbara Kingsley uh, joins us on the line now. Barbara, thanks very much for 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 joining us. I I think I remember a a, a newspaper headline about your story, and the headline was I, "I run for my life." Is that your inspiration? Yes, I remember that too. Yes, I think that was around 2012. It's before I first, well, I first completed, well, I completed my first comrades marathon. Yes, yes, very much so. 
and and uh, how was how was running helped you physically emotionally spiritually and and you coming to terms with 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 your diagnosis and and you coming to terms of of also then motivating helping encouraging others uh, to know their status uh, get tre- uh, get tested and then uh, seek treatment um, you know, it's, it's quite an interesting story. Everything happened by default. I never planned to be an activist. I never planned to be an inspiration. I never planned any of these things. It just happened by default. And, you know, as you said in the beginning, I lived in this place of, of I lived in the dark for eight years. I didn't know. And um, only when I had no choice but to face my fear, to face my status head on, if I didn't, I would have died. Um only then did I find my strength and acceptance of course came first and then running came but I think both running and HIV go hand in hand and it was the catalyst almost in a way for remarkable remarkable transformation in my life and it was through those well through HIV first and then running where I found an incredible incredible strength Um, you said in other interviews um, that since being diagnosed, that you've achieved more, you've traveled further, that you are braver now than before you knew your, your, your status. Just explain that for me. Very much so. I think before I was diagnosed and before I got ill, I used to live in what I would call a self-contained prison. I used to live within the um boundaries that I had placed on myself and the restrictions that I had placed on myself and I think I limited myself so much in life but once I got ill and once I had to face the possibility that I would most likely die because I really did believe that I would die the first set of ARVs didn't work for me which is why I ended up in hospital and to 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 be to have to face your own mortality like that I was only 38 years old and to have your life given back to you in such a short space of time or just the fact to have your life given back to you, it changes you. I will never be the person that I was before. And be, having having to face my fear, I have learned to live without limits. I no longer believe in impossible. And, you know, right in the beginning when I watched the comrades on TV, when I speak about watching the comrades before my running journey began, I could never believe how some, I couldn't comprehend how somebody could run the comrades. I couldn't comprehend how anyone could run that tour, never mind me being one of those people. And those years later, when I went on to run the comrades, you know, I became one of those people. I, 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 I achieved my, what I call my impossible dream. Um, I no longer believe in impossible. I no longer limit myself. I live, I live, I live my life to the mm. fullest. You, as you said, you didn't plan to be uh, an activist, but 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 yes. here you are. You are here, mm. educating, inspiring, and motivating people. In terms of this World AIDS Day that that we've just noted on on Sunday, and as the conversation, as the education has become more mainstreamed, and maybe some people have even glossed over the conversation of, of, of HIV and AIDS. What, what is your message? Um, it's extremely important to know your status and get tested. I always say it's not HIV AIDS that is killing us any longer. We have treatment for that. It's incredibly easy to treat. And once, mm. um, it's extremely important to know our status. 
Because once we know our status, we can commence, if we are infected, we can commence treatment from diagnosis. Um, but stigma, stigma is a real disease nowadays, not, not, not HIV. Stigma is a real disease, and that is what is killing people. You know, I always think in this, this journey that I'm on and with my activism and that sort of thing, I think that HIV will become old. HIV will become a nothing it doesn't. And it's, it's, it's a real issue. And there is real stigma. People are still dying. I know because I get the messages. I hear the stories. People come to me. They ask me for help. And, you know, I've, in the last six months, there's been a few people passing away. And it's, it's, it's unnecessary. If we get it, one too many. But, Barbara, thank you so much for joining us.